Welcome to the Celestial Circus. Yes, this is a segment that I have created, one that is very close and personal on my behalf. Me being Lauren, your host for many segments to come of the Manifest Abounds podcast. Celestial Circus being one that I know I will forever hold near and dear to my heart as well as I have the hopes that it will inspire you, my listeners, along their own journey through their lifetime of self-discovery. I am going to be explaining many, many places in my life that I hit rock bottom. I'm going to be showcasing these segments in a very personal and private voice journal along the years of this process. I know that everyone's probably wondering why this art of this cover for the podcast is exactly as it is because it is very symbolic and I hope that it is just as significantly beautiful to all of you as it is to me. I've created a visionary description of all the things I know I've found along my journey, as well as many things that have been very close to my heart along the way. I wrote, before I was even given this vision, what I wrote says, Lost in my own thoughts, I began to daydream about a reality that was consumed by a blind race. A world that was purely perceived by one's own mind and imagination. To each, so unique, yet never really capable of an explanation. A generation of no feared rejection due to an unpleasant appearance. Rather, a dislike of an unkind and selfish heart. How many pure and passion-driven connections would arise and develop, and our minds would be forced to paint a picture of another's soul rather than judge them off of an appearance. So as I find this torn half sheet of paper where I've written this down, I realize that the correlation is uncanny and I am most certainly the magician of this act, which is life. And God was trying to help me understand this ability to be able to feel love for others that I cannot see or know. It was going to be an ability that God had given me upon making my very soul to use in the form of helping this world find that love is this essential part of our existence. That being said, I, yes, in this picture, am portraying myself as a blind magician. And this is a vision that I actually received one day in a dream. In one of the segments to come, I will share with you all. It is something that I know spirit time and time again loves to point out and remind me of being blind to everything that is happening right before my eyes. As I show you the process in which guided me and supported me in helping me lift this veil of illusions, I hope that you all really take note that you are not alone in this. And as crazy and chaotic as my journey has been, It is one that I wouldn't trade for the world. Many, many things that I have had to face and receive through spirit has been unfathomable. Fire eating, trapeze walking, whatever you wish to compare this. It has been one wild and hectic ride. But once again, I wouldn't trade it for the world. My supporting spirit guides and angels that are helping me along the way never give up on me. They always stick by my side, no matter how long it may take me to receive and really grasp their message of trying to guide me and steer me in the right direction, warn me of things that are in my path, 
things of destruction or things of pure beauty, whichever they never, ever have left me. With that being said, I hope that each of you will listen and be inspired to know that when you are going through your own process and journey in this lifetime, that you are not alone. And that is something that I can say with confidence. My life is a circus. I swear to you, there is never a dull moment, even if you ask for one. So, as I'm in the midst of trying so desperately to take these photographs, right, for my cover art, I have dolled myself up, gotten my outfit together the day before, I have gotten all the props, I went to Hobby Lobby, Ross, everywhere all over creation to get these items for this picture and then as I conclude an interview that is for the strangers with a story segment I am just on this high of excitement because of how well it went and instead of um, going to sleep like a normal person I had already told myself that I needed to finish everything to release the episodes by the end of the weekend. Well, I piddled around on Saturday and then leaving Sunday to do everything, I ran out of time. So, I decided I'm going to stay awake until, you know, the wee hours of the morning and get ready take these pictures as soon as Tristan so kindly would wake up in the morning to take them for me because as I venture out into the dark dark depths of the beach access that we um live next to I decide that it is absolutely impossible that I take them myself so Poor baby wakes up to take these pictures for me. We go to a new location, which is only like a few steps down the beach from where I was in the first place. And I find this boardwalk that is really beautiful. And I'm sitting there trying to brainstorm like, what can I do? Where can I put my props? Where does this picture that I have in my mind, where is it going to look the best at if I do it here? And I look over the rail and see that there's this clearing kind of, kind of, (laughs) next to the boardwalk. And so I jump over the little railing and get Tristan to throw all the props over it as well. And I go over there and set it all up you know everything's cool cucumber and then all of a sudden i am attacked and i feel this like stinging burning biting sensation on my arm and i look down and let me just add that it's dark outside because um like i said it was very early in the morning and i knew that i wanted to allow enough time to get shots that may or may not look appropriate for what I was going for because I am a perfectionist unfortunately and I was going to be very anal about this. (laughs) I wanted the right picture and so I'm sitting there like okay everything's good I'm waiting on him and I look down as I'm feeling this um, thing just bite me and All I can see is all of these needle-like teeth sticking out of this gigantic ball that I assume is a creature of some sort. Okay, first of all, if anyone is listening that knows me, you know that I am a freak about bugs. Anything that is unknown specimen, um, I'm going to lose my mind about it if they touch me. And even if they're in my close proximity, I will lose it. And this is something that I will say is an uncontrollable type of panic. So, that being said, I start screaming bloody murder at the top of my lungs in the middle of like 5 a.m. You know, people are asleep right now. And here I am on this boardwalk in the middle of all these homes 
knowingly that they can hear me, I am thinking I'm going to wake everyone on this street up and I'm dressed like a hooker. Oh my God, this is not good, but I can't stop yelling. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, help me, get it off, get it off, get it off, help, Tristan, Tristan, help, help, help. And I'm just, you know, spazzing and oh my God, it was the absolute most traumatic thing that could have happened to me in the midst of trying to take these pictures. I couldn't even hold my composure to the point to stand still long enough to take a fitting picture but somehow we managed to get a few good ones I guess um it was an absolute disaster and I'm sitting there like I stayed up all night just so I could do this because what I had originally planned was wanting to have the sunrise in the background of my photo and unfortunately um that day it just so happened that the sunrise wasn't until I needed to be on my way to work no glitter no hooker attire ready so I wasn't able to capture the sunrise in my picture no but it still turned out and I just I just had to laugh about it because it was horrible it hurt I couldn't even use my hand at work that entire next day I was being such a baby about it too. It was just ridiculous. And still, right now, I can see all the little prongs that stuck into me um, as they've been, you know, whelped and swollen. Now they've gone down a bit. But I just thought I should add that in just for humor-based reasons because I'm sure that someone will get a good laugh at that happening to me. And I've felt that it fit I guess the conduct of my episode being the first one and explaining exactly what this portrayal of a magician and a circus is in this cover art that I produced okay so hope you all enjoyed that and to make things even better for you I'm gonna include a video of what these things were because lo and behold It was a jumping cactus. Who knew that a jumping cactus exists in North Carolina? Who freaking knew that they lived here? Not me. So, obviously, hence the fact that I thought that this um, entirely hideous and just painful at that spawn of Satan creature had latched on to me. More than one, I might add. So, there's that. I'll include a little video link for all of you to go and witness exactly what these things were. What it did to me. Because in the video that I found, they are all jumping and launching themselves onto this poor woman as well. Luckily, I didn't have that many attack me. But I did have at least two or three. And that was painful enough. So as now I'm scarred and traumatically afraid of these things and cactuses, I've been a complete spaz for the past two days. Because if anything remotely like grazes my arm, grazes my legs, touches me in an unknowing fashion, I completely wig for a second. It's been a fun time just thought I'd say that. So to begin this showcase of my endless documentaries of my life in my voice memos of my phone, which I really feel that I did because I just needed to simply vent. Here is the actual first recording that I ever made on August 6th of 2018. So it's my first voice journal that, you know, I would like to make at least every day some type of effort, no matter how bad my day's gone. (laughs) And considering today was supposed to be the first day or actually not even the first day of my job because that was supposed to be last Monday Um, but then I got struck by an illness 
Today was supposed to be my second first day, and I overslept my alarm. The last fucking thing that I literally thought that I was going to do. But it makes sense, because I haven't slept worth a fuck. Been too stressed out. And last night, I was so exhausted, I just, like, collapsed as soon as I fell, you know hit the bed and I woke up as soon as you know my conscious told me to I guess and um yeah here I am sitting in front of this coffee shop that I'm broke as fuck that I can't even afford to go into but I'm gonna because I'm at that point right now and they said that they were gonna give me another shot and that I have to be at the office on Wednesday, 7.45 a.m. We'll see how this goes. I am just in disbelief of myself, but hey, optimistic. At least they're willing to give me another shot, and I've got to prove to them that I am more than enough, and I am the candidate that they thought that they hired, and I'll be worth it. So there's that. Good day, mate. As I'm sure a lot of you can tell in my voice, I have just had it with life at this point. Struggling even the simplest of tasks. And it was a pretty difficult time for me. I must say, a few different struggles that I was facing at that point. Moving to a new area, getting a new job. I had been there already for quite some time working as a bartender at a restaurant and I'm going to be honest, I was making a ton of money there, but the problem that made me decide to leave is the fact that my whole entire staff just about was so negative and just being around that negativity, especially because I was working so often and a lot of my shifts were doubles, I would be there all day long. And as soon as I would arrive to get the day started, I'm talking and laughing and being in this like good mood. And everyone around me is just like sulking, moping around like, oh, we hate it. We wish we weren't here. And I'm like, I get it. We all hate to be here. But you know, we are. So can we make the most of this, you guys? And instead of doing so, they continued with their negativity. And this went on until the point that I just decided I couldn't take it anymore. Almost reached a breaking point and I quit on the spot. So I was really facing that do or die type of scenario. And I was rushing to find the next best thing. So this being what came along, I was so happy that I had gotten hired. Everything that I thought was perfect for me at the time, but unfortunately that turned out to not be the case. So maybe the universe was just trying to tell me, hey, this isn't the right one, but I instead, you know, wasted at least a few weeks to months um, partaking in this. And from there, I ended up finding another job, which this is a recording that I'm going to share with you next of me after I had gotten hired. It was, I want to say, about two months later, roughly. I never recorded another voice journal after the first one until this very recording came about. So, I just found it really strange that... (laughs) I just got a new job and it's it's exciting because I'm, you know, I think it's going to be a really good opportunity. And I just left my house where Gatlin was still asleep. And I get in my car and I'm going to my grandparents' house and the first thing that I think to do is call Tate. I just don't understand why I thought that. Just like out of second nature. It was just like, oh, yeah, let me just call Tate and tell him. 
and it's been two years or more since you've been gone. I just don't understand, but I really do wish that I could be calling you and telling you about my new job, because I know you'd be really happy for me, but I just wanted to, I don't know, just wanted to say that, because I just found it really weird, I haven't done that in a long time, I used to do it all the time when you first passed away, but I haven't done it in a while, so it was kind of strange, and I was just like, why did I just think to do that, (laughs) but anyways, I really miss you, and I love you, and I wish that I was actually talking to you right now, but I know you're listening anyways, so. For anyone listening that doesn't know me or know Tate, Tate is a person who was my best friend. He was the person that I imagined spending the rest of my life with, and he is going to be someone that I reference a lot throughout these voice memos that I'll be sharing with you all. He is the guy that I dated for eight years of my life, and due to a very unfortunate happening of his health, it was something that I had to face. And I had to live with the fact that my best friend was no longer going to be in my life, but rather on the other side watching over me. I mention a name, which was Gatlin, who I said was at my house sleeping that day when I went home in hopes of being able to tell him about my excitement and the fact that I had gotten a new job and they accepted me over the other candidates. But that story will come in time. I will tell you all how me and Gatlin connected and how our relationship corresponded to the loss of Tate because it is very much relevant. I will explain that in another episode for everyone who does not know the actual history behind it all. But considering that this is my first episode of me releasing to you how I started this entire archive of voice memos in my phone, I just figured I would conclude the episode with a few things that might make you laugh. The first thing being me trying to figure out how to use the voice memo app in my phone in the first place. TJ Maxx. What in tarnation? A few moments later. TJ Maxx 2? Why is this the name of my voice memo? Now what you doing? You trying to tell me something. I don't need to go to TJ Maxx. I don't. Why you always lying? And it appears that I just gave up. So what I was planning to say in that voice recording, I will never know. Anyways... To show you guys that I did eventually get the hang of it, here are three different clips that I actually followed through with doing for three days in a row. Claps and snaps for me. I just wanted to voice journal this because I am starting something new today. Um, I went to Urban Outfitters on my lunch break and I got a new book. And it is called The Five Minute Journal. And so... um. From what I've seen, and I did watch a little video about it. Um, It's like a prompted everyday journal um, with affirmations and just positivity. So um, I'm really going to try my very best to um, keep it up, do it every day, make it a, you know, a habit, and um, somehow start forming a routine that I think would really help me find my way in Charlotte and um, also better myself and my surroundings. Um, So here we go. It's day one. I'm about to walk into Amelia's. It is 1035. Good Lord have mercy. Yeah, I just left work because that's, I have no life. 
Um, I wouldn't have stayed that late if I had known that Fortune had already gotten a ride home. But either way, I am now here and um, I'm going to try to go get a coffee, maybe a little pastry, who knows, and start my journaling, which I think um, I'm going to also share with my blog and my website because I really think that it could be a great thing and just from what I've seen of it so far it's very inspiring so um here goes nothing see how it goes day two I really am not feeling the motivation in me today to write all these things down but they are important so um you know last night I did go to that um coffee shop and it was definitely for a reason very excited about who I met and I actually think I made some friends which I most certainly need here in Charlotte and um honestly think I also made some possibly um really good business connections for the long run and um just makes me happy that people were genuinely interested in what I am doing and what I am passionate about so we'll see where that goes but as of today I um I want to make a list of all the things that I want to start doing and I want to start having a routine and really just getting my focus in on um, having a set, you know, day-to-day thing um, that I want to achieve rather than just winging it all the time. So we'll see how that goes Um, and obviously I'll keep myself, because who else am I talking to, um, updated (laughs) and I hope that I can do it. I know that I can. It's just of will I? Will I or not? Um, but stay tuned for the list of the actual goals I'm wanting to achieve and I um will talk to myself later. Goodbye. Day three. It's day three. Can you believe it? It's day three. And yes, it's me again. So, I just have been so inspired lately because I started this, you know, whole memo thing to keep up with myself because I'm lazy and didn't want to write it all down because I talk way too much. And I, you know, love the idea of just talking and being able to keep record of how I felt that day and where I was in that part of my life. So, obviously... It didn't last very long, and I stopped doing it because I became so uninspired, and honestly, it's so ridiculous. I fell into a big black hole of self-pity. I was just beside myself because, you know, we moved to Charlotte. I am trying so hard to make the best of it, and I, you know, I'm used to having all of my friends you know, each one in different days attached to my hip at every second. If I didn't have anything to do, guess who's coming with me? Um, my friends, you better, bitch, because I'm going to find you. I was never alone. I was always, always, always with somebody. And i that's a big downfall on my part. So guess what? Since moving to Charlotte, I've had to learn that that's not how life is going to always be. You can't always have people, you know, with you everywhere you go. You got to learn to be alone and love yourself and just, you know, waste your own time (laughs) and be happy about it, damn it. So, um, I, I just did some soul searching and I've had so many weird emotions come up and honestly, just the past few weeks, because I just started doing this again, because I just finally felt motivated again. I found the key that I needed to pick myself back up. I don't know what it was truly that triggered it, um, except for a lot of different things. And I just felt like talking about it because, you know, right now here in my life, I, (sighs) so many different things coming in and out and happening and emotionally and just you know, very, very um, real circumstances, honestly. So 
I got very emotionally attached to all of these things um, that I couldn't control, I couldn't handle. And I just couldn't stop thinking about the people that I love that were going through something that I had nothing to do with. I couldn't control it. I had no part in it, but I just felt every bit of their sadness. And so let me tell you, after living in a um, little cave for what seemed like forever, which was, I don't even know how long, but let's just say it ranged over Thanksgiving break. That's about my time frame. I felt so weird. I just, I, anything, I was looking for anything to pick me up, help me, show me the light, bring me out of this dark place. And I, um, I did. I honestly did in several ways, I feel like, because I finally just said, bitch, get the fuck together. Get your shit together and pull it together. So I, um, I found a book you know, very inspiring, and I, you know, realized there was many things in my life that I really wanted to be doing right now. I, um, you know, want to be financially able to do a lot of different hobbies that'll keep me healthy and happy and occupied and in a good way. And then, you know, my relationship, I feel like, has, you know, had its troubles, and here and there, I just always was trying to figure it out so hard, trying to, you know, basically see into the future of what was going to be, what was going to happen, because I just was so frustrated, didn't know what I was doing, if it was me, if it was him, but if it was both of us, and I had to simply let go. You have to let go. You can't just worry yourself to death and eventually put yourself into a downward spiral that I swear to God is so very hard to get out of. And now that I'm out of it, I feel so much better. And it was nobody's fault but my own that I was in that spiral. My relationship, it will fix itself. Because if there truly is a big problem, and it is, um, you know, something that one of us specifically has done, then that is addressed and we either, you know, figure out that we want to move forward or maybe not. But that is a totally entirely different situation. I'm talking about I felt day to day that I needed to do so much to make our relationship this picture perfect fantasy that I don't know why I felt I had to have. And now that I've let go, I just had to start focusing on myself and finding things that I'm passionate about, finding like any, you know, random way to just meet people. If I want friends so badly, if that's my problem, that I don't want to be alone, then go meet people, bitch. You just sit at home and cry. That's not okay. And anyways, it's, you know, it's so refreshing to not feel that way anymore because I do I do feel like I've been so blessed and yes, I prayed about it. And that is a big, big thing for me. Like pray about it. When I'm far from God, I am also far from what I want to be. I am far from happiness. I'm far from, you know, having everything in my life that I want. But if I simply just pray about it, whether those things come to me or not, you know, in that given time frame that I would like for them to, I feel better. I feel so much better. And it's very, very helpful for me. And, you know, I've been trying to do little things here and there, like writing in a journal every day. And that's another thing that I'm very, very passionate about is my writing. I love poetry. I love poetry and it just randomly kind of hit me one day that that is what I really, really enjoyed to read because first of all, I can't tell you the last time I read a book and actually finished it, but these books are different. They're just, they're poetic, they're beautiful and I love them. And so I have found the book choice that I can sit and just dwell upon, like read it, live it, love it. I just, I love it. Anyways, I love to write those types of um, words too on my own and I honestly one day really would love to publish my own book in that same type of, um, you know, 
genre, just poetry. But it's not the, you know, old school poetry like Edgar Allan Poe. It's something different. I don't, it's, it's new age poetry, I think. I really do because it's come to me very, you know, discreetly, but it crept in and I finally was just like, oh, wow, this is deep. I love it. But that's one thing that I can't relate to a lot of people on is um, being able to share those words and people actually understand. So my thing is, is I realized, yes, it might not make sense to you because those words are coming from deep down inside of me from a place that I once was and you weren't. And that's my life. That's my perspective. But the great thing about it is, is that this... You know, these words, they really can be taken in any kind of perspective. It's your perspective. That's the great, you know, beauty of it. That's what I love about it. So, um, open your mind, people. Really, open your mind. And be open to new possibilities, even though they might seem impossible. But you know what? Nothing at all is impossible Because you can really do anything you set your mind to. We're just a bunch of lazy fucks, (laughs) to be real. And, um, yeah, I had to realize that. So, I had to realize that I was only sad and in this dark place because I put myself there. I, you know, was lazy enough to keep crying about it and not do anything about it. And I feel so much better now. And... Everyone is going to have that happen in their life. It's just normal. You know, it it happens. A few moments later. Someone just knocked on my door and I forget I live in Charlotte now, my trusting ways. And um, my door was open. I'm sure they heard me in here talking to myself like a loon. But first, um, (laughs) good thing he didn't get brave and decide to come in on his own. But I don't know what he wanted. He was walking down my street. Anyways, um, yeah, so we all go through things and it happens. We go through spells, we go through phases, but we're supposed to learn from it. And that's the, that's the thing is we have to figure out how to learn from it, how to gain from it, how to move on and go forward in a positive way. And that is the best thing that I have found. I love my new book for, I found this book. God forbid it was $25 and oh, can't believe that I allowed myself to spend that much. But I really felt that strongly about it. I loved its message. I loved the, you know, way it was um, meant to affect people. And it's a journal. It's called My 5-Minute Journal. I haven't started it as like in so many words. Um, I've been working on things around it. Like I have done a lot of writing since I bought it, but I have not started to write in the journal. And so, yes, this is um, something I'm going to share here. Um, I am so OCD, so OCD about my handwriting, so OCD about things that I cannot change. Things um, as writing in a journal in a beautiful, cute, adorable book that I'm going to want to keep forever. And then guess what? Here's an ugly old page full of nasty, scribbly handwriting. I can't deal with that. Uh Uh-uh. Not ready to commit to writing in this book just yet. So I've been focusing on almost kind of outlining what this book has to offer and um, writing in other notebooks. And I want to start a bullet journal that I have started, I started adding on to, and I just love things like this, you know, I made a book for my boyfriend and I, and I I really, truly, I love it, I think that it's so special, and I haven't added it in a while, because, I mean, we've been going through a lot, we really have, we've been going through some major changes in our lives, and it's been crazy, and scary, it really has, um, but we made it. We're here. We are, you know, we're going on a date tonight. I don't even know what he's going to do. He's acting strange. It's weird. This is our first like real date, I think, because yes, we've gone to the movies. <laughs> um, yes, we've gone to dinner. Oh, anyways, that's not my kind of date. My kind of date is like surprising me with something that you thought about 
Um, you planned for us to do um, in private without telling me because I love surprises. Yes, I do. And just making it so special to, um, you know, plan out for me and make me feel happy and special and just love every moment um, because I don't even know what you're going to do for me. Like, this is all an adventure and I love spontaneous events. I just not combustion, but events. And um, I'm excited. So I guess tomorrow I will be able to tell you about that. But today and this week, I've been so tired, but I've been so happy. So tired, but so happy. (laughs) I've been so inspired. I met people. I stayed at a freaking coffee shop till damn two in the morning. Um, yeah, I shouldn't have stayed up that late, but something told me to just go there. It was already late. I should have gone home because I had already stayed in my office until 9, 9.30. Jesus, bitch, go home. Um, but I was waiting on a friend that I was um, supposed to be picking up from the airport, but then things fell through. She had um, someone else able to get her, so I left there, and I left the office. I just wanted to go do anything but go home really because I just had so much that I still wanted to accomplish and I knew that if I went home that I would never get that done so I um went to this coffee shop sat in my car for a little bit debating because I was so lazy didn't want to walk to the door and luckily this place is 24 hours um god hallelujah because this bitch can't ever sleep majority of the time I have insomnia, but not. I create my own. That's the problem that I just don't want to go to sleep. I just, yeah, anyways, I get distracted. And um, I ended up going in. I sat there and I had my headphones in. I have my journal on the table, my new book and my laptop. And here it is, it's 12 o'clock in the morning, 12 a.m. And this one lady walks up to me and she's like, I love your phone case. Well, thank you, but it's a shitty old phone case that I literally got years ago. But thank you. That is so nice. Um, You came to speak to me for what reason? Because I know that couldn't possibly be it. And she just, you know, she's laughing and she's like, what are you doing? I just, I just want to know. So she did want to speak to me, but she didn't want to know about my phone case. She wanted to know what the hell I was doing in the middle of the morning working on all these random things, acting like I'm some crazy artist. And um, yeah, I'm, I was like, I'm working on some stuff for my, my journal and my blog. And yeah, I'm just being a weirdo sitting here by myself. <laughs> and she loved it. She was inspired. I was so like amazed. I was like, you think that this is awesome? You think that what I'm doing is cool? Blew my mind. Anyways, it was so nice. I met someone. I met a friend that I'm actually going to meet her for lunch next week. So excited about it. I um, sat there a little bit longer and another person approaches me. You know, motions for me to take my headphones out, obviously, and just ask me, are you the lead singer in the Elevation Praise Band? I was like, oh God, no. I wish though. Like, I just do karaoke. (laughs) Anyways, and I suck at it. All I know is like songs that nobody else really likes, but I like to sing them so they're going to listen. And um, we just got to talking and it was so nice to just talk to people because I swear I told him when he started to speak to me, I was like, you know, you're like the second person and I swear to God, the first one was only like an hour ago. Um, that has spoken to me and actually like reached out to me in a genuine way and like wanted to have conversation with me since I've been in Charlotte. But guess whose fault that probably is? Um, it is actually, it's not probably, it's mine because I've kept myself secluded and that's what you, I'm trying to relay the message of is like, it is all your fault of everything you feel, everything you do. We have the ability to convince ourselves of anything. That's the, you know, craziness of our minds is we really do. We can. And um, it's just a matter of will. You know, will you do it? Will you um, be happy now? Will you allow yourself the ability to be happy now? I don't know. So it's up to you in the end. And Cross your fingers. I just hope 
Um, this keeps going for me because I don't want to go back to where I was. I don't think I will. And I won't. I'm going to start right there with a daily affirmation of I will not allow myself to fall into a trap of dark, self-pity inflicted sadness. I won't. That's my daily affirmation for the day. Compliments of the idea from my five-minute daily journal. Mm-hmm. There we go, because I was like, I don't know what my daily affirmations are going to be, but I love Grace and Frankie, Um, you know, the Netflix series, and Frankie does daily affirmations. I love her. I'm going to be her one day when I'm old. I don't know why I have this like weird thing where I love shows about old people. It's really strange, but I do. I truly, I love the Golden Girls. I love um, Grace and Frankie. I just... I don't know. Those are my two favorite shows, really. And they're both about old people. So, there's that. That's what I want to do. I want every day to come up with something that I truly feel so good about. And we will see where this goes. Peace and love. Peace and blessings. So this next clip that I will include, because this episode is getting rather lengthy, um, I've sat there and talked about all these positive, uplifting things, but in reality, we're not always going to be positive and rays of sunshine for the rest of the world to see. So just to validate that I am not always this perky, here is one that came along just a few days later, but the last clip that you heard was on November 30th. This next one was December 3rd. Prepare yourself for the profanity. So I'm on my way home after I went to my grandparents' house after work um, because I had to get some extra shit done because um, at work today, nobody seemed to want to fucking answer the phone story of my life is a freaking herder. Nobody wants to answer the phone. And then nobody wants to answer at all these days. Um, for the past like two weeks, it's been this way. I want to scream. It's not been my Monday exactly. I've just been frustrated. They've set up our, um, you know, calling system a bit different now. And I don't know what the fucking deal is, but it's really, it's getting old because I can't call anyone because all my freaking people are being taken. I, I just can't deal with it anymore. It's really frustrating. I don't know what's going on. But anywho, that's nothing to do with my day. <laughs> Not really. Yes, it is. Anyways, um, so I've just been in a frustration, um, you know, type of, type of mood. And I feel like everything of mine is breaking. I'm just really pissed off about it because I'm also broke as shit. I gotta pay all this rent money right now, actually, so I'm about to have no money for gas or anything at all until I get paid on Friday. That's another issue. So being broke is not fun for me. Um, yeah, I've learned that, and I just want to chug like 17 shots of vodka to the face, if you ask me personally. Um, but I really just don't like drinking anymore. Like, how odd is that? It's very odd considering um, I've always been, you know, take it down type of person. I got this. Not lately. Nope. I've just been so, um, it's not cool. Anyways, I, I feel like I should just sign out of this because I don't, I'm just being a bitch right now. It's not my thing. Oh, my house I knew I'm going to go home to is going to be dirty as hell. It's going to be disgusting because the boys that I fucking live with are so ready to have my own place. God dang it, I am. It's, ugh, it's on my nerves. Can you tell? Anyways, I've had a good day. I can't complain. I really should be nice. Um, I've just, I've had a lot of things, you know, irritate me. But other than that, other than my job being stupid as fuck right now, um, I'm broke as hell, and I'm trying to figure out how in the fuck I'm going to pay for anybody's Christmas gifts. This is so bad. This is such a horrible recording. I should delete this afterwards, um, but I just needed to say it all. Oh, God.
daily affirmation. I will be a good person. I will be so nice and I won't cuss. That's funny. We'll see if that happens. Um, People ride my ass when I'm driving. People make me want to smash them into a ditch that we are driving on the road. Um, I just can't deal with people today. It's really just people on my nerves. And my stomach has just been hurting all day. I want to fucking karate punch someone in the throat. And that is, that is it. That is all for today. I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. So in my defense, I did warn you how bad that one was going to (laughs) be. And boys, I love you. You know who you are. (laughs) That is just an example of the bitch that is in me, okay? I don't pull it out often, but when I do, Lord, with a thud, because goodness gracious, oh. So, to show you how quickly I can go from 0 to 100, a few minutes later, here is the next one. It's me again, and um, I just kind of wanted to reflect a little bit because I feel like I need to better, um, you know, express my thoughts and energy in a better way than just cussing at my phone this whole entire time that I'm recording. So I am trying to build a podcast and trying to also figure out topics that interest people, things that people actually want to listen to. And if you're anything like me, you like funny things, things that are going to brighten your day ultimately, um, things that are not, you know, depressing, things that are not boring, things that genuinely make you laugh, um, and my life makes me laugh because it's a freaking train wreck, and if it's anything, um, like, I think there's a quote maybe that says, your car is a reflection of your life, then God almighty minds a fucking mess. Yeah, you should see it. I don't think my car has ever been this bad. I say that a lot, but it really is bad this time. And it's full of shit. That's really why it's so bad. Because I have no clue what to do with it. It just is a mess. It really, truly is a mess. I'm brainstorming topics. I'm brainstorming things that people want to listen to. You know genuinely people want to hear about. Like, y'all don't want to just hear about my boring life, no. Y'all want to hear things that are relevant to your life. So therefore, my topics need to be broad. Jokes. Jokes are always good. Stories. Stories are fun. Um, Let me tell you one real quick because I think it's freaking hilarious. You know, Chick-fil-A has always been like this goody two-shoes type company. You know, they've got all the my pleasure down pat they've got it all in sync and never skip a beat well one of my good friends works at a chick-fil-a and lo and behold she had a story to tell and her story began as they have a group message in the chick-fil-a um you know employees and within the employees i'm not sure i'm not really positive what they even talk about in this group message but I do know that um, it <laughs> it's it's important and it includes everyone you know in in the store. I'm guessing general locations around. And she began to tell me that her you know boss, who is like, I guess he's like the branch leader, and he meant to send a notification saying something about they're not needing to work um, on a certain day. And instead of saying that, he sent a dick pic to everyone. Now, let me just say the funny part was that he could not delete it. He couldn't go back. He couldn't take it off. It was there to stay. Every single employee got to see. And I thought that that shit was hilarious. So, poor man. I'm very sorry for this. He is obviously trying to do something with his life. And, um, you know, Chick-fil-A, I guess, is where he decided to start. And he is now being demoted to, not promoted, but the opposite. 
to staying in the position that he is in forever. No moving up, no getting promoted. That's where you will stay in your dick and your pics that you want to send to all the employees who might add are very young in some aspects. And they had to call the big guy, Brian, I think is his name, to get him to take the picture off of the chat. There was no like, oh, it's just us, only we know. Like everyone had to know about it because they, that was the only way to get it down. LOL of the day, I thought that shit was funny. Um, Another thing that I found was interesting to kind of talk about. I have so many different friend groups. So many different groups of friends that I can say, you know, we are also different. One group is like a family type, you know, tight knit group. We all live all over the place, but we all still come together, talk, you know, relatively um, a good bit and keep in touch. We do Christmas together, you know, and we always kind of stay in touch and sync with each other. But we don't really, I guess they're not my everyday like, you know, chill with you, do whatever I do kind of people. Just because we are so busy and like I said, we live all over the place. Well, you know, my other group of friends, we have a group message going and things, you know, circulate through the group that are like, haha, funny about drugs. But I'm immune to it because that's just how we are. I don't do drugs, but my friends do sometimes. <laughs> and that's that group of people. Some of my friends have children already. Um, not me. I'm pretty far from it. I'm actually, you know, hoping that I one day will have kids. But right now it seems pretty out of the question. You know, my boyfriend seemed to think that my podcast should be called Adderall and Vape Juice. Let's hope that I don't have a baby anytime soon because God knows what it would come out looking like. Because that is kind of my life right now. Adderall and Vape Juice. Jesus. That's so bad. So then my other group of friends were just kind of like, you know, love you. We lived together in college. We just actually all got together this past weekend. We went to a football game, got shitty. And, you know, it's just, it's always the same when we get together. It's like we haven't skipped a beat. We all love each other. And, I mean, I love that. I love that I have all these different cliques of friends, but when we're all separated, I, you know, obviously have very different relationships with each and every one of them because they're all so different. Oh, God, this traffic. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that that was interesting, and I wanted to know if maybe I was the only one, but I don't think so, not at all, because we all have different groups of friends, like, you know, our back-home friends, our new friends, wherever we might go, our college friends, our high school friends, maybe even our middle school friends. I don't know. Anyways, it's good to have a, you know, diverse group, but I also have so many different relationships with each and every one of them, like things that we think are funny. My other group of friends would not even understand at all. And so everyone knows I am the same person with every single group. But, like, my, I guess, like, inside jokes, my terminology with each and every one of them is going to be different. I thought that it was so funny. Um, There was a meme on Facebook, and it was like, (laughs) Donald Trump with dreads. How many whippets do we need? Billions and billions. And my other group of friends would not even know what the fuck a whippet was. And if they did know, they'd probably be like, that's so unsafe. Please don't ever do that. And I don't hide that from anyone. You know, they all know this. But am I going to ask my group of friends that I do Christmas with, do y'all want to go get a box of Whippets for Christmas get together in Santa Claus, um, Secret Santa? No, I'm not. It's just not that kind of group. And they also have kids. I love their kids. They're like my own. And... It's so good to have these relationships with all my friends. I love it. I really, truly do. Um, We all get along and love and share and laugh. And I've got friends that tell me, I'm worried for you. Get the fuck to get your shit together, Lauren. I've got other groups of friends that they are worse off than me. We don't know what we're doing type thing. And some of my friends are already married. I'm not married. God bless my soul the day that that happens. It's going to be 
for the books, obviously. I just thought that, that was a good topic. I thought it was pretty interesting to consider and wonder about if other people had that same kind of deal. Like, my friends are all so different. Anyways, I'm almost home. I'm just wasting time. What are you beeping at, dude? I'm not going that way, you fucking idiot. Sorry. Well, I need to get off of here because obviously I'm not doing very good driving and talking to myself. So, bye-bye. So there you have it, Fifty Shades of Lauren, your host. Hope you guys got a little bit of a taste of my madness in this one because there's plenty more to come. Hope you all enjoyed it. Until next time, peace and blessings. Thank you.